with artists created and produced by Detlef Schlick, a visual artist and ritual designer, living and loving in West Cork, and best known for his essay about the cause and effect of shamanism, art and digital culture. Working in the field of performance, photography, painting, sound, installations, and film he will dive and discover with us and a weekly creative guest into the unknown and exciting deep ocean of the creative mind. Hello, this is Detlef Schlich and today we dive into the deep unknown ocean of the creative mind together with Geraldine Thomas. Hey. Hi, Geraldine. Hi, Detlef. It's great to have you here. Thank you for having me. <laughs> I'm going to put the candles on. That's, that's oh, great. Yeah, <laughs> it's Ireland. It's like 11 o'clock in the morning and you need to put the candles on because <laughs> it's always dark and damp. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Don't tell me. I mean, it's actually for me the first time that I'm going to do a talk so early in the morning. Yeah, because I am like you, German, and I like to get shit done. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna, 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 gonna get my shit done normally a little bit later. But uh, well, nur der Frohvogel fängt den Wurm. Kennst du das nicht? Yeah. So, so translated into English is it only the early bird catches the worm, whatever that means. <laughs> Good morning, Geraldine. Good morning, Detlef. So, what, what do you prefer? Uh, shall I call you Geraldine or Jerry? Jerry, please. Jerry. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So. Uh, I'm happy to have you here. Um, why I'm so happy, I tell you in a minute later, or I might just introduce you a little bit to our listeners. Jerry is a German like me as well, and um, she came to Ireland. When was it? Well, my parents bought a house in Skull in '94. I was my early 20s and uh, I didn't go with it. They moved here and I didn't go with them. And in 2005, my marriage had broken out. I had a five-year-old son and my dad said I was a single mom working. My my child was always um, in kindergarten, the last one to be picked up in front of the television because I was exhausted. The usual fucking story. No money, blah, blah, blah. And so my dad said, come and stay with the family. And so I was working in Wildcat, doing tattoos and piercings for the last three years. And they were the best people I've ever worked for, by the way, Ida and Martin. And they're absolutely gorgeous. Anyway, I had to say this. And yeah, sure. very supportive always. And so I decided in 2005... Um, to go to Ireland and live with my family to have support for my child. And I opened a tattoo shop in Bantry. And I brought with me... Um, who was tattooing? You, yourself? No, um, a friend of mine who was uh, from East Berlin, very talented, uh, 
he started tattooing he didn't speak any english and i started piercing and it worked to treat but um unfortunately as many artists and many people uh he was an addict and it didn't work out he had to leave and then my journey continued and you know doing various things yeah. and i'm still here and finally after 15 years uh, i can do first off my son is in college in his last year he's 21 and i've paid off my mortgage <laughs> and uh yeah so i can do whatever i not whatever i want but i'm free yeah. i'm free to work what i what i love and do best which I think. which is great yeah i yeah. mean uh, uh, actually in a location like here it is really very inspiring and i have to say coming back to the weather i love the dark days and i love the uh bad weather and the rain and the wind and you know uh, people always say oh i want blue skies and i want yeah. it to be warm and mm. i always think it wouldn't inspire me it wouldn't inspire me to look at the sky that is always blue it is not inspired it depresses me yeah no i, I can understand that yeah I mean, a I lot of people say oh i think it's ridiculous and uh, in a greater scheme it's like yin and yang and there is no light without shadow and there is no good weather without bad weather so you appreciate the sunny days way more pleasure and pain that's, yeah that's it's always in opposites you know it's yeah. dialectic it's thinking in the opposite and i think uh that applies to everything in life absolutely no i mean yes. that's that's actually i mean now again uh don't want to be too esoteric but but that's the way how the universe works you know and, and absolutely uh, and i mean uh, uh tension and release it's 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 for me i understand that the older i get understand it more and more and more i think it's very difficult to understand if you're young you know you say ah, well, yeah you grow into your shoe and you grow into your life you know whatever it throws at you yeah and and so so and sometimes you fail and you know it brings you if you're able to go to a place where you really are in the dark and you let yourself go you let yourself collapse under the floorboard that's yeah. the biggest lesson and the most painful but also the most uh It's the biggest lesson that life can give you. Was dich nicht kaputt macht, macht dich härter. What doesn't kill well, you makes I you harder. Well, I don't really like that expression, but I, I, what I like is... But it's um, true. It is true. But uh, I have been in places where I didn't want to continue. And um, I want to say, uh, it's another thing, it's a big thing, that I do believe that suicide is a brave thing. And not, uh, uh, it's not cowardly. And I think everybody should have the right to decide what to do with their lives. Yeah. And let's not go into that. No, but no, it, it's, no. it, it's something that I really want to say. I think suicide is one of the... Let's clarify that here. So we, we, we're not encouraging here nobody for, for, no. for committing Obviously. suicide. Obviously. No, <laughs> no, so, no. Yeah. I am not encouraging anybody. Yeah. <laughs> where are you? Where are you? Where are you originally from? In, in in Germany. I am born in Kamplinford, which is the nearest city to that would be Düsseldorf. So I'm Niederrhein. So, so, so you're actually my neighbor from 
Ja, ja, hier so, from Cologne. Yeah. Cologne and Düsseldorf. We're rivals in the <laughs> football team. <laughs> yeah, it's like the like like the. Not that I know anything about it. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's a little bit like the like the cork and carriage, isn't it? Mm. Somehow, that's great. Yeah, cool. Because I mean, I didn't know that actually. I was, I was, I thought you, 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 you're a real Ruhrpott girl, like from Essen. Or well, something. no. Well, then, then I um. So this is where I grew up. I, I left uh, home when I was 16 and I I moved into the Ruhrpott, uh, which is Ruhrpott, Duisburg, Essen, Duisburg, Essen. And that's where I spent most of my years then uh, living in Germany. Until you learned a lot of a lot of lectures lectures in, in the Ruhrpott. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's, it has a university and it's, it's actually... It is comparable with, with, with Glasgow, the area of Glasgow, because I had I had uh, Ray McKinley uh, last two, okay. two, two talks before, and she's coming from the, from the, from the suburbs of Glasgow. All right. And I mentioned that, that, that the Ruhrpott could be comparable yeah. with... Well, it's with a coal mining. Yeah. It was a coal mining. Yeah, no, a lot of industries. Yeah, you know? and, and, and I mean, Glasgow was as well... I don't know, what is, was it coal mine? I'm not sure about that, but, but it was as well... I don't know anything about Glasgow. Very industrial, you know, so yeah. even, even the suburb areas. Yeah. You know, so so, so this is where I, you know, did a lot of my schooling. Wow, and what you hear so far make sure you never miss a show by clicking the subscribe button now this podcast is made possible by listeners like you thank you for your support now back to the show uh, i am a trained librarian so that was the first start into my life and then um well how, how long did you do the librarian three years three years yeah Just, in the local you, in the local town library in germany yes did you did you so you worked three years in that yes and then you quit it completely or did you No, they they i i i got um let go because um it was uh from the town also from from from, from rathaus ne? yeah from the town in camp linford my hometown yeah and they cut the cultural sector and you know all the ladies who worked there were there for 30 years 40 years And I was the last one. I did an apprenticeship. When was it? In the 80s? 70s? No, eight, I'm eight. born 73. So I eight. was 18. I already had a car. So whatever it was, 19. 90. Something like that. Yeah. Anyway, so when I quit, I went to a gig. I was always like, you know, obviously I was a punk rocker or whatever. Where are we coming? So in, the, in, the, in a later part. In a part. second. So yeah. we had this uh, cool bar called uh, Flagranti and my dad used to own it with um, a friend of his, but not at that stage. So I was 15, I would walk for two hours. It would only open at 11 o'clock. was like the cruise people from Cologne. People would travel to just be in that club. It was tiny. It had a back garden and they would only play like Bauhaus and... Einstürzen in Neubau. Einstürzen in Neubau. All that like real fucking edgy fuck stuff. Fuck you, fuck you. And we would just be like, I was infiltrated with that sound yeah. and yeah. lifestyle. Anyway, so there was a band called Shock Therapy and their famous song, they came from Detroit and their famous song was Hate is Just a Four-Letter Word. It was played in every grifty punk rock shop you could like imagine. It yeah. was a hit on the dance floor. And I knew the song and I always danced to it. And this guy who worked in the bar there had a crush on me, invited me on a Sunday gig for this shock therapy gig. And I attended because I had nothing else to do. 
and I didn't like the guy at all, but I thought I'd get a free ticket. So, <laughs> and yeah, I'm just honest. He was insulting me all the time. He said I was too skinny. He would bring me pieces of bread on the dance floor. Like a piece of shit. <laughs> no way. Yes, he did. Anyway, he was did stupid. You, did you brought him pieces? What? What? Not at all. Doesn't bread. matter. <laughs> anyway, and then... Um, Anyway, so the gig finished, they played the song and I thought, oh, that's the band who plays that song. Mm. So I started talking to the singer and he invited me to the after party and we drove in my little car and it was the 23rd of January and it was snow outside and I had a Patti Smith tape in it and the song we played was he de-iced my, my, my screen and he said... Oh, you're Patty Smith fan. I said, yeah, she's like my grandmother. If I listen to her, I feel I feel at home. Yeah. And yeah, so the song you played was she was singing was free money and we had a party and we spent the night together. And the next day um, he left and he rang me two dates later and I took the train to Karlsruhe, Frankfurt. Yeah. Uh, emptied my account of 4,000 euro that my grandfather had saved up from the day <laughs> right. I was born and continued to go on tour with them, slept in between the drum kit in the van <laughs> and did that. Mm. And then he returned back to Detroit and a week later he came over and then I moved to Detroit when I was 20. Yeah. And that continued for four years and... Um, then returned to Germany for briefly and then had my son and yeah, survived for five years and came in, here. In Germany, but it yeah. was probably quite difficult in what, so what we speak about when was it 2000 or so when you came back to Germany? No, I came back to Germany in like 98, yeah. So, so my son is born 99. I moved over to Ireland 2003 and so it was probably quite quite tricky to to stay in Germany with with all this experience all, all over the place in, in such such a organized place like Germany. Well, I tell you something about that. I am still organized. Hey, you are. I yeah. am still organized. I'm so disciplined. And I, and, so and, 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 and I hate and I hate not getting the petrol in five minutes because I have to talk to ten people. I still don't like this, <laughs> and I do not like. She that I'm never, so and I do not like that I'm not anonymous anywhere. Yeah. And but yeah, okay. I like to be in this nature. Nature is a big part of my when I'm. I don't like the sea. It scares me, and I, if I never see the sea again, can you swim? It's fine. Yes, I can swim. I hate water, and wow. um, but I love the trees and the mountains, yeah. and when I'm. As a little girl, I would always every day go into the forest. I always have a dog by my side. And um, yeah, when I'm among the trees, I feel at home. Yeah, yeah. And, and I mean, so Ireland doesn't have so much trees anymore. Like, like. While I was traveling, I just came, I went up to Donegal and yeah. Connemara and. Cavern. I stayed in an equestrian center, and the trees. When we drove, when we drove up the driveway, I started crying because I hadn't had seen trees like this since I've grown up. Honestly. Honestly. 
I haven't been there for ages. I mean, I'm it is it is something to me that's sacred. I saw some uh, of your of your of your postings images in Instagram. Yeah, and I must say, uh, some of these places they were really very special. So yeah. I really I really yeah. admire them. I thought, wow, I would like to go over there yeah. and do a performance do. or yeah, do go. I give you after the talk. I give you some yeah addresses and or it paint it or whatever you know. Or I'm just going to work in Cavan in those stables in January for free. Over there, yeah. I well, I was for accommodation, and I'm because I'm 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 I used to compete in horse riding. I'm a pretty good horse uh, rider. All right, say. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not allowed to get a medal for that. <laughs> She's falling off the stool, <laughs> not off the horse, but off the fucking stool. She's okay, Detlef, go on now. All this right. is gonna take. I, I, if I start you, talking, you, I never stop. You, you you know you know what? So we we are almost almost done with 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 the first part. Yeah. Um, I would say what we're gonna do is we we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna go with 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 your artwork into to the second part already. Okay. So we can we can continue just the first part now with 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 that where 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 we are because uh, uh, if we would start now with with all these these things we're gonna go deep into that and no it, no no it, no. it would be it would be. Uh, it's just that I that I like like once I start talking everything is related to I, I see my life when I start talking yeah. it's a movie that. Yeah. It's in hey, front of my eyes, so you know what, and I never I stop talking. I love that because I have uh, a visual yeah, mind. But yeah. it, it is it is great because I mean I started this podcast. I must say, I started it actually. You know that because I couldn't continue with my opera, mm -hmm. and because I didn't want to be the zebra, <laughs> <laughs> and 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 because I thought, hmm, this is actually a concept which is nice because you really you can you can you can. I think it's great. You can get very close to people. You can you can make you can make people smile. You can make yeah. people people uh, think about things. Uh, um, the, the the concept is 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 for an artist very special because visualizing thing just via the medium of audio it goes already into ancient times. Well, but for me, back sorry, to the oral culture actually. Yeah, you know. Sorry to interrupt, but for me, it's like. Art for me is, well, art is creation and you can create, I can do this. This is art because I created this yeah, pile of yeah, whatever. Yeah. Um, but for me, this is it to have an idea or a visual or from a song line, I create a visual or it creates an emotion in my body. For me, the concept is to make it into a tangible piece that somebody can touch and it has a story and a name and a history and that is for me uh, well that this is the art form i used i and i use now with my jewelry and i think that makes me really happy to have a thought and to be able to let it go through my hands and create this piece. whether you understand it or not that's up to you no sure i, I yeah. mean that's uh, that's actually the nice thing in in and in, in, in making art whatever which way it is you know yeah. is, is it poetry or images or well it started out with sculptures. poetry while you're saying the word previous to this my new journey or adventure or whatever you want to call it if if you hear this this funny noises, Geraldine is just eating um, <laughs> croissant because <laughs> she always has to eat something. Um, I um, I'm also the singer in the band First Glass and Coach. We, we come to that in in the third part I know, and okay. eventually. But poetry, so, 
Yeah. And so um, my only art form was poetry. So I uh, thank you very much. I think we had a great introduction in the first part. We didn't mm -hmm. want that, but I mean that's the great thing. We are so flexible and uh, an attitude, which is so cool, and uh, I really liked it. Thank you. Definitely. Thank you very much, mm -hmm. and uh, see you in the second part. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Ciao. This is a listener-supported show. I feel honored if you subscribe this show. You can follow me non-financial with the following click on one of my Instagram accounts or subscribe the visual version of this podcast on YouTube via the link below. If you like what you hear, be sure to tune in next Wednesday for the next Attitude Talk with a special guest. If you want to leave a donation for a coffee or a bus ticket, just follow the donation link via the Attitude Podcast account. Eventually, I would like to thank, through this medium, all my members and listeners of the I Love West Cork Artists Network from all over the world. Just to remember myself that without you, this year couldn't and wouldn't happen. You have listened to Artitude, West Cork's first art, fashion and design podcast. Artitude, never so close again. Ah. That was too close.